Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is the Urban Pitch Podcast, the beautiful game of life. I'm John Lee. Today, joined by my co host, uh, professional soccer player, model, fashion tastemaker, Ryan Torero. Hey, guys. Today, we have a guest today, very special guest. He is the owner of Los Angeles' newest, latest soccer team, City of Angels FC, PJ Harrison. Welcome. Thanks. Welcome co- to the show. Co owner. Co owner. All right. So, who's the other owner then? Let's talk. Let's get Joe into that. Sumner. My English friend, Joe Sumner. Joe Sumner. Yeah. Okay. You say it like it's, you know, blase, blase, but <laughs> Joe Sumner happens to be the son of Gordon Sumner? Yeah. Okay. And that would be Sting? Sting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you know, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, Joe. Joe I mean, Joe's just Joe's very Joeish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How did how did uh, what's the connection then between you and Joe and the whole idea of of creating a, a soccer team in the U.S.? How did that all happen? Um, it's as simple as two men mm. from one part of the world mm-hmm. gathered in another part of the world to talk about football. Okay, that was it. Okay. We met. We met. We were in New York and a a. a a, a political burlesque cabaret. Okay. That is like off Broadway. Okay. By supermodels and and actresses and people who are okay. like sort of friends of ours. Right. And he was in the band and I was um, I was helping out with one or two things around it and um, we sort of dug out a corner of the dressing room together and got into talking about football for a week. And how many? How long ago was this? Oh, five years ago. So. Five years ago, and just that's when you guys had first met, or you guys knew each other before that. That's an incredible bonding experience. You know, surrounded yeah. by um, beautiful women, but being right. completely disinterested in talking about the Premier League okay. for five nights in a row right. is, is you're pretty good friends after that. Wow! And then <laughs> you guys came up with the idea of, hey, we should kind of put together a soccer team at that moment, or no? No, it was put to me by somebody else, by yeah. an executive in New York, and okay. <clears throat> who I was trying to hustle, and he hustled me. Right. <laughs> and know. here we are. Yeah, well, via various different details and, yeah. you know, side routes and things, okay. but yeah, here we are. Okay. Why, why, why do you want to do one in USA instead of trying to form one in England? What's the difference? Um, I like it. Eh? You like it in <laughs> LA? You like I think it there's LA? a big opportunity. England's saturated. It's really hard to find a team now and make that happen. Right. But in uh, the US, there's a lot of people in, there's a lot yeah. of kids playing football, there's... Um, a lot of opportunity. Undiscover talent. Yeah, right. yeah, but the amazing thing is people say, well, there's a team in Los Angeles. Mm. It's like, yeah, there's a team in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And you two you two are yeah. friends though, right? How do you yeah. guys know each other, by the way? Football. I'll let you, I'll let you continue mm. there. I know. Both um, of you guys have this weird smile on your face, so now I'm really curious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, football. We both have similar interests. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty involved in the creative world and obviously on the football side. And okay. we kind of just clicked and got along from there. Yeah. That seems vague. I want, I want the real story now. <laughs> That's the real story. I like my ambiguity. Yeah. I know, right? So ambiguous. <laughs> Come on, PJ. How, did, what's, how are you guys friends? What does he want to know? I don't know. How'd you guys meet? So, How'd you guys get connected? So with his football club, yeah. um, City of Angels FC, mm. uh, not a soccer team, football club. Sure. I learned my lesson. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, so, you know, he has some big ideas with that, not just in the football world, and I'll let you get to that later. Mm. But yeah. Um, it's something that runs along with my interests. So we kind of met over, like I said, similar interests and similar ideas and um, looking to see if I can get involved in that in some way. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was through the 
soccer slash football world, not through the entertainment. Because I always feel like there's these crazy Hollywood parties going on that I'm not privy to. <laughs> so I thought, and there's all these like back room, you know, back room deals <laughs> yeah. that are happening. Me and neither. Yeah, and so like it wasn't like it was that. Definitely through football, and that's okay. why this is a strong foundation. I see. Okay, so <laughs> it wasn't through that. Goes to like crazy Hollywood parties. Oh yeah, I see it on her Instagram all the time. Guys. And I'm like, where's the invite? <laughs> that's what you gotta learn the TFTI, right? What's that? Thanks for the invite. You know, after the oh. fact, you know, because you didn't get invited. Got you. <laughs> yeah, no, um, that stuff's all in my past. Right, yeah, right, I'm okay. Not, I'm, I've, no, I'm not for that stuff anymore. <laughs> uh, um, oh, well, the thing is with Ryan, she personifies what we want to be as a club. Okay. You know, she's in the valley. Mm. She has an interest in um, things beyond football, in the, the lifestyle aspects of it, and she can communicate that really well. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's um, and she's authentic, and she's football, mm. and over and above all those things, she's a current individual. So you know, she will put herself out to help other people in a way that's tremendously admirable, and something that that I find important in not just a person, but what we want to do as a club, and also mm-hmm. in what football should be. So it, you know, f- for us, those types of people are, right. are, are rare, and you want to have them involved in what you're doing because they can help create and spread your message uh-huh. and their own message in a way that that, that I couldn't. Okay. She can communicate that better than I could. Right. Okay, so let's talk about this. So I know, right? That's all very like touching. I'm like, do you have any open positions? Like, I want to like, work with Ryan in that club, club too, you know? Well, let's find out how uh, good of a person you are. All right, all right. Well, through this interview, we'll Consider figure it out. Audition. There you go. Audition. All right. Yeah. So then, the, without being like a, a pessimist, right? Because uh, there are two professional teams in the LA market now, mm-hmm. right? In the MLS, right? And there's uh, now USL, right? Is uh, you know been as a division has been raised to you know division two, and there's and they have two teams, right? There's well, there's here as well with that uh, OC, OC, OC Blues, OC Blues yeah. and um, I think that's the only one. Uh, yeah, Ventura Fusion is PDL. Yeah, it's true. So there's like a lot of teams kind of in the landscape, right? Yeah. What, uh, what, why would, you know, what, what kind of, what do you guys bring that uh, should be different or, you know what I mean? Like how is it? Cause LA audience and the, the you know, they're kind of fickle, right? They're, Absolutely. Right? I, yeah. You know, I mean, soccer's still becoming, excuse me, football. Mm-hmm. We're among Englishmen yep. here. Mm-hmm. Um, football, it's, it's a relatively new, uh, <clears throat> Not a new sport here, but I think the passion for it is relatively new. Mm-hmm. And it's growing, yeah. which is great to see. Um, but I don't think people are as um, rooted in their team yeah. as they are in England and in Europe right. and places where football is two, 300 years old. Sure. So I think the fickleness is absolutely true. It's, yeah. it's easy to flip. It's easy to not really follow. There's, right. there's not this, you know... This family yeah. generational and, background. Yeah, and this hype-driven LA culture. What are you guys gonna try to do to really bring something different or unique? No, I'm not or, doing know? any of that. I'm not gonna yeah. hype it. Okay. No, f- football sells itself, mm. and you don't want to sell somebody on 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 something that's pumped up. Okay. That isn't, you know, unless of course it's a football, mm. in which case, mm-hmm. yeah, know, okay. ten pounds of pressure. But uh, <laughs> we we um no, we don't, you don't want to pump it up artificially and then have people let down. Or okay. You want people to organically come and get involved in your club. Yeah. So when you know, we could go about setting about some mm-hmm. hype and, yeah. you know, making a bit of noise. But, yeah. um, that, that, you know, those people only come for, for the first week mm-hmm. and then they gravitate mm-hmm. towards something else that's shiny. So mm-hmm. for us, it's about being a real thing and organic and having gradually people come in and get involved with what we're doing. And um, we're doing some things differently, but ultimately yeah. it's football. The, the location of it's 
alternative because mm -hmm. of you know it's a different place to Carson and yeah. not that I mean not that those guys are competition either so yeah. um, and the proposition of it is alternative and um, alternative I, to kind of what's what's out there so people that may be uh, not current fans or disillusioned by the current state of the game well whatever reasons they have for wanting to support football whether they want to support grassroots football okay. take the kids to a game mm -hmm. just watch it for the joy of watching be a part of a movement whatever those reasons are that you want to get involved in football yeah. they're welcome you know but mm -hmm. it, it isn't about trying to displace anybody else it isn't right. about trying to create anything radically different i mean okay. there's we have our own concepts mm. as fans which we're about to find out how right or wrong we've been for the past 30 years <laughs> of our lives that we want to implement and we have some you know core beliefs about that but uh, overall uh, it's not that different you know it's, it's, the football clubs more or less are the same Right. apart from that particular culture but the culture that's going to exist with this club is going to be decided by the people of the okay. San Fernando Valley and so Fernando however Valley. they decide you know I don't know what they're going to be like as, okay. a, as a group alright you know, so, okay, so before we get into all that then let's just kind of go with you what, so what is your background then in terms of uh, you know before you were a co-owner of a football team mm -hmm. right what, what is your background what do you do what, you know how did you get to where we are today Um, okay. Well, because you're, you're you, professionally, you don't have a football background, right? A in little, terms, I got yeah. a little. Okay. So, first of all, I had the the you know tremendous privilege of being born in Evertonian, which is like okay. forever grateful. Okay. Um, so that's your was that your the, the team that you uh, represent and bleed and die for? It sounds like, but Everton? not his partner. Oh, okay, but not your uh, partner, the co well, You know, what what team uh, is he? Newcastle. Newcastle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what do you want me to say? You know, okay. Newcastle. Right. Um, bless him. <laughs> uh, so, I'm only joking. Uh, so, uh, um, yeah, so I'm born in Evertonian. Okay. Big into football. Mm. The highlights of my life, even now, playing football with my dad. My dad still plays football. He's okay. 60. He's a monster. Okay. Uh, so, that was the biggest treat ever. Okay. And I will actually time flights back to England to play football with that man. Mm -hmm. You know, like mm -hmm. make sure I get back for Wednesday or whatever mm -hmm. it is. So um, that was the biggest joy. Uh, one of the biggest joys. You know, I have a great, sure. great mother and brother and all that stuff. But I love playing football. So yeah. um, I went to my first game when I was five. We won the league again. Won the league again a couple of years after, <laughs> you know. Um, Cups and all that stuff. Gary Lineker, the great Gary Lineker, mm -hmm. great Andy Gray, Graham Sharp, and um, loved it. Was completely sold. Mm -hmm. It was the first time I'd ever seen green grass in okay. my life. You know, just fabulous thing. And I spent a lot of time going there over the years with me uncles and friends and mm -hmm. cousins and stuff. And uh, later on, I ended up working with the club on marketing stuff and some brand stuff, which was you know great fun. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know hanging out at the training ground and all that stuff. So okay. that was all that was all good fun. Okay. So I do have some history in football. Okay. But only only like a little. Okay. Uh beyond that I was music. So okay. I was music a little fashion. I worked with you know, I did a bit of stuff with Burberry and did different brands. Okay. And, um, okay, so what so what does that mean? You did stuff with Burberry and other brands? Like I'd, what do you, you know, model? I, I, what you I mean you could I, pass for a model? Is well, that what you were? Um, <laughs> with no. Ryan? <laughs> On a fashion campaign, and that's how you guys Can you met? imagine? I know, right? I think that that's the real story. Okay. Yeah. See? Yeah. Let, you know, be honest here. Um, no. Um, no, I was, um, uh, you know, I'd, I'd do a bit of creative. So if they wanted, mm. in that particular instance, okay. you know, they, 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 uh, 
the, the fabulous head of the company there wanted, you know, I think, a, a complete visionary. He wanted, yeah. um, you know, certain bits of music, and and I, for whatever reason, I was producing those bits of music and things. So we okay. do like, a, you know, like the Fashion Week in Milan or London or store openings in Beijing, going to okay. New York or things like that. So, um, and I, I very briefly managed the high-profile model, and I worked mm -hmm. with a couple of high-profile models on music and things. So I, okay. I was. I was sort of around it, and I have a lot of friends who are in that world as well. So, you know, I've had like a, a little finger in that pie, and then okay. you know, music and mainly music, a little film. Got it. So it's, your background is like creative direction kind of thing with the yeah. music and the fashion, and kind of that's where you're. But I've always been. I love culture. Okay. I love adventure. I love art. Mm -hmm. I I like people creating things. Mm -hmm. I'm all for people being a catalyst and and. A lot of people consider themselves creative without creation, okay. and that's the crucial thing: is you have to you have to make something, okay. and I'm all for that, whether it's good or bad. Okay, it doesn't matter. So you mentioned earlier, like uh, you, you're going to allow the club to go in the direction with the people and what what they're into, but I'm sure you're going to. There's certain ideas that you guys are kind of tossing back and forth about some creative elements with your background. You're going to put into the club. Yeah, yeah, you know, we, we're gonna we're gonna inform the visual, the aesthetic of the whole thing. But mm -hmm. in terms of the game, the experience, and the culture of the club, okay. That you, I mean, we could try to manipulate that, but yeah, well, what's the point? Mm -hmm. So, as and when people come to watch us, hopefully, mm -hmm. they'll, you know, that that whatever songs they sing, that's right. You know, yeah, you're not gonna, yeah, you're not gonna create the songs for them, right? No, okay. Not. So I mean, what's I've, what? I've seen that done. Really, it's okay. Yeah. So what uh, what do you have in terms of um, you know, because I'm sure not too many people have started a football club. So what's kind of the immediate things that you guys are working on in terms of like getting the club up and running? Well, I think there's 80 professional teams in England. And yeah. there's, I think there's 100 in the MPSL are pushing 100. So, so it is something that people have, I don't think it's quite as rare as, as it may seem. Mm -hmm. And there's all people from different backgrounds and experiences doing it. Okay. You know, and, and they're all interested in their own way. They're all going about it different ways. Um, so we've, you know, we, we've we've taken the core beliefs that we have about what football should be as a social vehicle for people, and then we've put on top of it our creative interests, uh, and and you know, because everybody who starts or owns a team has a strength, and that strength may be that they own a construction company with two hundred employees and they all have season tickets and they can create a field or you know, it, they have a, a real good grassroots youth team. So uh -huh. they've got 2000 grassroots members who by the yeah. time they have a pro team coming, everybody's got their own strengths. Yeah. Our strengths happen to be um, a little more visible, but then we crave the strengths that each of these other teams are. So uh -huh. we want to be part of a community where we all share kind of the best practice okay. to help the whole thing come up, you right. know, because it doesn't matter to us if, if, if we help a team and Minnesota or somewhere be better well, you know, that can only help us it's not we're not damaging ourselves mm -hmm. in that endeavor and uh, equally if they help us you know it's not like we're on the doorstep so for me as long as we're doing it the right way and we're all working together to promote football then good it, it I think we're in a pretty good place because uh, it's at the very beginning right and so it, whatever you you envision as a as a company as a team as a club culture we can kind of uh, try to make it happen and see how it happens like it must be interesting right like 
you know, you, uh, Ryan, as a uh, uh, pro player, and then you have uh, outside interests. What are some of the things that you think would be pretty cool f- to maybe get started in this new club that established clubs, you know, aren't able to do? You know, would you bring some kind of like elements of music, fashion? What, you know, what are some ideas that we can kind of throw uh, PJ's way here? So I've actually spoken to him about this um, a bit already. And mm-hmm. what I love um, from his plans and what he wants to do with the club mm-hmm is it's not yes football is a priority yes obviously helping the youth and the grassroots level and developing these players creating a home for them where there really isn't a home in the valley you know for these team or for these people is incredible but i think there's also going to be approaching correct me if i'm wrong if i'm wrong about um kind of that style kind of that that the the look of it all an aesthetic a very you know, nice aesthetic for people to kind of grab onto and, and follow and identify with. And I think some of these clubs, um, you know, these major clubs that are already established, they're so football driven and okay. it's only football, it's only about the game mm-hmm. that they don't, you know, they haven't really um, branched out into the area, other areas. And when you're established, you know, it's really difficult to change your, you know, your the vibe of your club and, and team or whatever it may be. So what I, I like that they're going to do is have these elements of fashion and style and aesthetic, you know, yeah. aesthetically pleasing to the eye, you know, yeah. um, be able to get um, a more sense of uh, a creative sense and a football sense kind of together. Um, yeah, so I just, I, I love that idea that, that he's got it. It's... It, you know, but people are more than one thing. People aren't just football fans. They aren't. Okay. People are rounded, multifaceted humans. Mm. You know, so uh-huh. there's there's really no reason why somebody who loves football wouldn't have an interest in style or mm. you know whatever it may be. And uh, football clubs are football clubs go beyond football these days. Yeah. It's you know it's it's daily social media content. Mm. It's uh, TV channel content and mm. uh, merchandise and. And then creative concepts around what can we do in the community that's going to be interesting, that's going to help take that event and, and reach more people via the online community. Mm-hmm. So how can we put thoughts around that that's interesting? Okay. And that's a, just for us in, in Manny Joe's type of work, yeah. that's a really engaging um, problem to have because mm-hmm. day to day, week to week, there are all these creative solutions to be found mm-hmm. and we don't we don't just want to be copying what's out there. And mm-hmm. I think in football now, you've got these two or three mega brands okay. who inform the visual the whole way down. And then when you get clubs below them, okay. th- a lot of the time- Are you talking about the clubs? The, no, the, well, the, the clubs in, in partnership and tandem with- uh, The brands, when, so when you say brands, major, what do you mean? You're no, talking like about like, like Adidas, like Nike, like, like, like brand? Nike or an Adidas or whatever, okay. so. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, and, and the, the creator's fantastic with those okay. companies, but what I'm saying is there's two or three clear aesthetics between them okay then via the clubs and then when you get the clubs who are run by people who, who, who are kind of more football people who don't necessarily understand that world yeah I, I don't know what they want the visual identity to be they okay. kind of ape it okay so then you get this um second generation version of it mm-hmm. so you know we just want to make something a bit different uh, and that's all you know okay. it's it's you know we want to make our own club we want it to feel different we want people to identify with it so why okay why would you why are you taking on this headache (laughs) instead of going to the la Mm -hmm. galaxy game or you know waiting a little bit and going to the lafc matches you know why would you take this on because there's a lot of people that are fans of the game there are a lot of people in la in the valley and they're not starting up a club that has very much been the pattern of my life Mm. (laughs) yeah 
um, if you were to ask any teacher or mm-hmm. person who knew me, that's um, that's kind of how I, you know, put myself through the world. But uh, okay. um, I can't. My heart doesn't beat faster when I go to the stub up, and I I've tried. I've you know I've really tried to engage with <coughs> it. I just can't feel it. So I I go there for like a day out, maybe on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really. So you're looking to create something um, that is your home, something that you identify with a little bit better um, and try to give another another road, another option for people to feel that adrenaline that you're looking for. Yeah, and and Joe and I, you know, we want to, a lot of people come to the city. LA is a wonderful city. Okay. It's incredible. It's okay. It's fantastic. Lots of traffic. Yeah, traffic. <laughs> yeah, like, I got I get, Good tacos. I, I get a parking ticket every other day. I got like four in the last week. No joke. Okay. Well, yeah. LA is great. Palm trees. Uh, don't don't <laughs> Palm listen trees. to this okay. negativity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> LA is great for a few reasons because okay. contrary to, yeah. you know, it's... Um, as Angelinos. It, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, it has this profound sense of optimism mm-hmm. and people are willing to support you in your dreams. It's been raining every day, okay. <laughs> it really suits the rain. It's okay. gorgeous. I'm sure you feel at home. <laughs> it's, it's so nice looking out, seeing all the green. And, uh, okay. But anyway, so it's it, it's got this sense of optimism and mm. people come here to try and, uh, you know, achieve something okay. extraordinary. Yeah. And um, we, we want to make something extraordinary, mm-hmm. but we also... We don't just want to take from the city. Yeah. We we aren't, you know, it's like we're not trying to move it to be given movie star status yeah. by this. You know, we want to we want to come to a community right. and create something positive, okay. create a small legacy within it, mm. help be part of the story of the city, okay. help add to it, and ideally give something to the city as well. Because Joe and I are taking a lot of really good stuff from the city at the minute. It's, it, it's treating us well. Um, on a personal level it's very good for us so it's important I think when you get somewhere to try and uh, you know try and try and help weave into that storyline a bit of the city so that's what we're trying to do okay the soccer landscape in mm. the US okay football landscape in the US is, is changing dramatically right it's very in flux right because we don't have this 200 300 years of, of well, I, I feel culture, like even right? though it's changing yeah. the, the core things are staying the same which okay. I think might be the problem Okay, good good point. Mm. So with NASL, right, there's USL, there's MLS, and there's, you know, they just, USL recently got bumped up to Division Two status, and there's a lot of kind of, you know, three disparate entities, if you will, kind of, you know, working in somewhat in tandem and also in contention. And uh, you guys are, you guys made a, a conscious effort to come in at the NPSL, right, uh, which is semi-pro, you know, What's the what's the big picture that you guys have in mind? Do you guys have that a goal where you're looking to po- maybe potentially maybe go up to the ranks? Yeah, maybe go up to the ranks, yeah. or are you guys not create that a, far? a secondary pro, yeah. a higher pro team? Or? Yeah, are you looking at that, or are you, are you guys just going to let it happen organically? What's your kind of the big big vision, big plans? Here? Uh, well, this is a you know ultimately it's a collaboration with the city and the mm. people of the city. So, so when you say city, what city are we talking about? Here? Well, just Los Angeles is a. Los Angeles. You know, okay. I know that it's technically kind of yeah. you know whatever twenty okay. cities or whatever, but yeah. look, LA, LA. <laughs> the so, city. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know, the, it's, it's collaboration. Yeah. So if if people respond to it and support it, yeah. and we work with them to do that, right? Then it it could go as far as it wants to go. Mm-hmm. You know. So, but it it isn't down to us mm. solely to make that happen. Mm-hmm. It has to be an engagement with mm-hmm. with the city in terms of U.S. football. I know people at, at all levels of that, mm-hmm. and um, they're all they're all ultimately doing good for football. Mm-hmm. They're all they're all 
um, normalising it, building the infrastructure, right. creating football, and even though they all have different methodologies behind yeah. how to achieve it or what they think football should ultimately be, yeah. they are all collectively essentially doing good for football. Mm-hmm. So MLS, NASL, USL, I know some fantastic owners yeah. in those leagues, mm-hmm. and they really care about what they're doing, mm-hmm. uh, and they're, they're trying to get somewhere, and I, I obviously something has to happen in respect of US soccer and, and divisional rankings and, and what that means because for us you know obviously in the rest of the world the way that you ascertain if a club's a superior club mm-hmm. or better performing club mm-hmm. is that you can play teams from your league excel play teams from other league excel and mm-hmm. and continue to promote yourself sure. and so the whole organisation the club finds whatever level is appropriate for it at that moment in time mm-hmm. In the US, it, it largely comes down to the size of the market the size, yeah. and the yeah. stadium capacity and right. the uh, net yeah. worth of the ownership. Okay. Um, that's so. So, what is there to say that right. you know, a Detroit City, an inferior organization mm-hmm. to uh, you know Arizona United or something? What, what, who's, who's to say which of those clubs is you know what level they are? Yeah. So, I, I think that's a, so. When we looked at it, yeah. we thought, well, this all. You know, I mean, what's the difference to us if it's D two, D three, D four? Right. You know, listening to PJ's like responses, I, I, I've, I get this sense of like, there's too much money behind them, where like, it feels like, because a regular, you know, kind of average Joe doesn't think that way, and they got bills to pay, we got, you know, payroll and this and that. Like, it, it sounds to me like uh, almost like a, a very uh, like a hobby kind of perspective where you guys. I don't feel the pressure coming. You know what I mean? Is there like mm. a lot of investors and money behind it so that you no, don't it's a feel that up, way? But it's startup, yeah. but the thing is, if if we'd have gone into one of the, if you go into MLS, you've mm. got to, you know, you got to somehow knock up three hundred and fifty yeah. million or whatever to do the whole thing. Sure. Then there's a pressure. Then you can't start exploring creative avenues mm-hmm. because you have to you make have to it work. Follow a structure a that level. works. It's mm-hmm. proven to work. So you do this. You yeah. can take a chance. You do this. You can give a kid a chance to play. You can you can be very flexible about it. Mm-hmm. And you can allow the club, and whatever money you are putting into it goes into the club, rather than going into some, you know, franchise fee or something okay. or whatever. So that aspect of it's um, interesting, and people can. Th- this is. It sounds like a big thing, and it is a yeah. big thing, and there's lots of stuff for us to do, mm-hmm. tons of stuff, uh, and you can almost get lost in how many ways you can take it. Mm-hmm. But people make things. You make projects. This is no different to any of the projects. If you want to start a football club. Do your research, bumble your way through it, bring good people into your team, <laughs> and start a football club. And, uh-huh. and it's a, an achievable thing. Uh-huh. It's a real thing. It's if you've LA got optimism. a bit about it. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, I, listen, I wasn't born with that. Um, so, but, well, but, let me ask you this: Are you are you hands on then? Or like, what's your yeah. like day to day role? Are you, you know, are you there operationally day to day? Or are you mm-hmm. kind of the guy coming in and popping your head in every month and be like, hey, good job, and then creative popping back director. out? Yeah, creative director. That's Joe. Uh, <laughs> That's Joe. No, I'm only, te- I'm only teasing. No, he's, yeah. no, he's, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's great. Yeah. Um, what's, your, what, what's, what's the kind of the My the hands division? on it like yeah. this. Okay. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're day to day. I'm currently throttling her. Okay. Yeah. No, it, it's a, it, the thing is me and Joe have got a, a yeah. wonderful relationship. Yeah. What's it's the a, dynamic? It's then? one of the great part because um, mm-hmm. I knew that I needed to be in some, in this with somebody that I got along with for a long, long time mm-hmm. and that we understood each other and understood, you know, cause you have to understand with a partner it isn't just business. You have to understand that person's life, that person's character. It's a relationship. You, yeah, you have to yeah. love them in the way that, that you know, and, and you have to be able to um, 
kind of flow with each other. So okay. Joe and I have got a great partnership, and um, we 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 have some overlap in terms of what we can do or bring. But then we've also yeah. got this, um, you know, these other aspects that we we both got slightly different skill sets. So. Right. So it, what are those skill sets? Because we we understand you have that creative direction background. Mm. What's his background? What does Joe do? Yeah, what does Joe do? He's a musician, but he's yeah. uh, really a musician. He's not just a musician. He's a creative beyond that. So okay. he's you know if you hang out with him for a couple of hours, he's got a bunch of fantastic ideas. Mm -hmm. So he's he's you know music's what he does. That's what he's good at. Mm -hmm. But he's also invented an app called Viclone that was, I think, like one of the best performing apps of 2012 or something. Okay. Then he made this other one called Weave, and it, so you know he's he's just somebody who, if he has an idea and he can create it and make it happen, he's he's like that. He likes a bit of an adventure like I do, and yeah. uh, he likes the story of, you know, it's a fun thing to do. Right, right. it's like you Creating know, so yeah, yeah, yeah but fine. he's a he's a fantastic musician. Okay, which is sometimes a bit overlooked by people, and uh, he's. Uh, you know he's a wonderfully talented guy and he's, okay. he's beyond that when you do stuff in the studio with him he's not yeah. just he's a good person just to have him what you're doing because when everybody else is getting a little way down or whatever mm. he's, he's you know he's, he's just a fun guy to have okay. around so well it sounds like there's two creatives kind of running yeah. the show yeah no so what what's what are you kind of focused on and what is he focused on there are adults involved as well but he's <laughs> really? um, okay. yeah no the thing is with joe we, well we both uh, we i've been on the the creative and the you know there's a moment in um in all this stuff where art meets commerce you okay. know so you and the same for john like musicians now they have to have a degree of business about them mm -hmm. and the personal brand and you know it's probably the same for ryan with with, with kind of where she's going in life so mm -hmm. you have to have a bit of something about you so I, i've worked you know on in record companies or being a consultant or managing things so you know, I do understand the business aspect of it. And you've also had successful businesses that you've started, your la label and things. Arguably, like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Shout it out, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what? Uh, you know, what, what labels are we talking here? I find success a difficult thing to gauge because I, I recognize success in other people all the time. Okay. But uh, the, you know, there's degrees of success, so mm -hmm. you could argue that by starting a label, that's a successful thing in itself because mm -hmm. you made something. Sure. But you could argue that Motown's a successful label because the commercial. Uh, so I find that I have a bit of a strange relationship with that mm -hmm. uh, it's hard to gauge when you feel like you've done what you could have done and, and to be honest mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever really done what I could have done with anything at this point right you know but sometimes I think that's a really good kind of position to have you know this um, this ideology where you're never quite satisfied it seems you know you're always pushing for better and always pushing for the next thing and I feel like you know listening to you speak about success you kind of embody that you know where you're you're not satisfied with what you've done, although it has been phenomenal, you know, and, well, I, and I, I think that's the same, the same um, attitude you're taking with this football club. I found satisfaction in my friends and family really easy because I, I was with a really good friend of mine, Max, yesterday, and he was telling me a personal story and uh, it filled me up for the whole day, you know, mm -hmm. so that, that, that's easy. With myself, I don't know. I, I always feel like, um, you know, my parents worked hard and, and their parents worked hard and gave up a lot and had to really struggle to put me and my brother in a situation where we at least had the opportunity to try and do something else um so there's a there's a not from them they don't you know they just want us to be happy but there's a i feel a bit of a, a weight on that and at the same time if, when you create something other people come towards it so then you have a responsibility to all of those people so everybody who becomes a fan of this club a player somebody buys the t-shirt whatever you, you're responsible you know mm -hmm. you've got to give them right. something to feel good about and, and 
proud about and deliver to them. And um, but you know that's that's a difficult thing. What are some early successes that you can kind of brag about then about the club so far? Some uh, the accomplishments, club? yeah. So what have you? Uh, what have you I guys? I thought you were gonna ask about me. I was like, <laughs> all out of ideas. Uh, and personal, if you want to throw that out there. Yeah. Uh, or how close are you to actually to us seeing this really um, come to life in a, in a physical way? Yeah, you guys are slated for 2017 to compete to play. Yeah. Okay, and how far away is that? It's pretty close. Yeah. It's coming up. It's really close. Yeah. Do I need to like call up some of my boys to uh, play uh, for your team, or are we at that level yet? Well, currently it's it's just with centre backs and goalie. Okay. So we Got this. actually we will talk about this, this. Um, goalkeeping thing in a minute. Okay. Um, well, yeah, there's a lot to do. Um, mm -hmm. It's a look. It's it's a it's a, an organic process. So yeah. people will only see the full realization of what we want this to be in five or ten years. Yeah. Okay. You know, when when it's reaching every five yeah. year old sure. and, and all okay. those people. So we've. Because if we just landed like yeah. a spaceship with loads of money right. and imposed ourselves on the landscape, mm -hmm. people wouldn't respond to it. Mm -hmm. So it has to be step by step. So okay. we, we've got a long term, uh, you know, kind of goal for what that's going to be. So what it looks like in August of this year is yeah. going to be different from August of next year. Yeah. What about for the first year then? What are some of the things that you hope to accomplish within at least the year one? And we want to begin the discussion with the local community and let them know what we're about, mm -hmm. let them feel engaged, let them mm -hmm. know that this is a club and, you know, clubs are comprised of people and members and mm -hmm. that they can be, that they're part of that. Okay. And that, that Joe and I are really the catalyst for making it happen. We aren't the club. So it, it belongs to other people in the yeah. same way that Everton sort of belongs to me in a way. And, yeah. in in in, you know, at least yeah no but you know what I mean like yeah. you feel a degree of ownership and you're yeah. entitled to feel that about these things so right. those people uh, you know that they have to help us form it and they have to respond to it so uh, it, it, it's going to be a collaboration with the community and we'll see okay. what it looks like so are, are you looking for um, you're looking for large fan involvement yeah, because what is you know that's no that's great it's, that's it's something I think that's yeah. yeah I think it's I think it's different and I think it's good and I think um, I think the people will be appreciative of that. You know, it's different, you know, mm -hmm. especially with these major clubs, you kind of jump onto the, you know, the, uh, the ship that they're, the car mm -hmm. that they're driving. Mm -hmm. You don't really have a say in what direction yeah. the club you have, goes. Yeah, you don't have as much uh, freedom mm -mm. when you're a part of like a, right? When Not you're coming to an established, you're right. Okay. There's but a value in really just cool. doing something as well. And, and the fact yeah. that you're doing something creates its own value and its own gravity. Yeah. And if you make it a strong enough gravity and the story of it compelling enough, mm -hmm more people come in and then they can really build your club exponentially so okay. we've got a, a honestly we've had such a good response from different people mm -hmm. what about some like uh practical things like uh, uniforms and yeah. stadium are those things uh established already sort of uh yeah kind of i mean we're not going to work i don't well i can't say we're not categorically but mm -hmm. we're not of, we're not pursuing a, a kind of manufacturing deal with anybody because um yeah, we kind of like the idea of some flexibility without doing some okay. brand collaborations, doing not, you know, not making football all about three stripes or mm -hmm. whatever. Right, so right. Okay. I'm not saying that we won't, but okay. it would have to happen on a creative and community level that was beneficial. Okay. So what I mean by that is it would have to be a unique partnership rather than an off the peg okay. thing. And we've got ideas around, you know, eco-friendly jerseys mm -hmm. and uh, um, price points and accessibility to people that, and visual 
that a manufacturer, if we were to work with one, okay. would would have to do something that they don't do for many clubs. So we'd be a kind of an our project almost for wow. somebody like that. Sounds like we're getting in really early, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in the thought process. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But see, these are some of the elements that I mm-hmm. think make City of Angels FC quite mm-hmm. special. You know, you don't, you you may have a campaign or you know something mm-hmm. eco conscious that a that a club does, but not at this level, mm-hmm. not this deep into the club, not this deeply rooted into yeah. the club ideology. And I think it's just, I think it's something that, especially in today's day and age, is so relevant. Mm-hmm. You know, with all the issues going on in today, but. Um, I think it's, I mean, I think it's something that has the ability to grow on a personal level with each individual. They can really grab onto things like that. You know, they can, with style, with, you know, um, with, uh, yeah, the economy and things like this, uh, being being affordable. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's easier to relate to a club that has these different points that, um, rather than just a large... Yeah. you know a large professional it'll speak to certain people exactly. and other people it won't speak to mm-hmm. uh, but football is one of the great social vehicles okay. it enables people in all kinds of backgrounds to build a better life mm-hmm. if not through football at least the idea that they could do that and mm-hmm. they've seen somebody from their neighbourhood do that so right. they realise that maybe it's not for them football but there's, but they can make something of themselves and that's really important and that's something that, that we're big on so okay. th- this club has to have a message and accessibility to mm-hmm. people and I actually think that that's one of the one of the flaws in youth football in this country too, mm-hmm. in my you know outsider perspective. Mm-hmm. So that's really important to us. And then within that, everybody's doing their own version of that, so it filters through. So if we yeah. set a good example at the top and put some things in motion, then all of those people, are, you know, I mean, Ryan's doing this great thing, and uh, you know, she's helping some kids out in Belize, and it's um, mm-hmm. I don't think she realizes how affecting that's going to be for them. But I knew what it was like not to have, right. like, we had one case in between, like, loads of kids, and you'd have to, like, knock and borrow it off them and, like, mm-hmm. go and, you know, whichever garden it went into, get it back. Mm-hmm. So somebody's showing up and, like, coaching and showing some interest and, yeah. and sort of giving football boots and uh, balls is, is a really big thing because those small those small moments are the mm-hmm. things that instills in an eight or a ten year old that that there's an opportunity for them beyond what they, it, it's a mind opening pro, uh, thing for somebody and it's very hard to explain what that's like for somebody unless they've been in that situation but when you have your mind altered like that it's incredibly valuable so we want to do that on the top level of the club but we want other people to then take that bat on and you yeah. know this is this is what this isn't our thing it's something that i was doing herself but it's mm-hmm. uh you've told me about it, it's incredible so you know i think those are those are exactly the types of people we want to be involved with. Mm-hmm. So, are you are you really, really wanting to get involved in the youth side as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for I mean, you know, we've got to run a business, yeah. and youth football is a business, and I don't mean that in the sense that we want to absorb dollars every month from people because we don't. I mean that in the long term of this club, we want we want people to be turning out for the club who grew up in the area that we've scouted, mm-hmm. or Longevity that they've come the from club. other situations that we've helped be in America and play and help them with, you know, so right. the idea of what it is, is exciting on that level. Okay. So if, if a bunch of kids in the Valley and parents and all that want to go watch you guys, where, where are they going to go? What, what, do you have a stadium and what can they expect? Yeah. You guys have like colors at least picked out and crests mm-hmm. and what, what, what yeah. can they expect visually and where? <laughs> um, where can we come yeah, watch this Yeah, where team? are we going to see this where team compete? Where can we see them compete? Yeah, and what colors are we, are we got? What, you know, yellow and what, black? What do we have here? Well, 
so mm -hmm. I'll tell you about the stadium at another time okay so stadium well, is to don't, be don't to worry. be announced right? it's going to be a field first off okay and then later it'll be a stadium got it it's so still stadium, to be determined or to be announced it's a grandiose for where we're at because okay. we're, we're a baby team sure you know we're new so okay. there's that um, the colours uh, yeah yeah uh, Black and gold. Yeah. Black and gold. Mm. Really? Yeah. And who? And were you? Is, you are you? They're are, aware. Really? Yeah, he's okay. aware. <laughs> yep. Interesting. Okay. Uh -huh. Who, who uh, was the uh, the person behind yeah. uh, the choices and, uh, and who made the decision? Yeah. Who made the decision and who <laughs> stuck with the decision yeah. and why? <laughs> well, English people are a bit contrarian. Mm. <laughs> and Joe and I like a bit of danger. Right. Joe and I look. Me and, oh, me and Joe shocking. haven't 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 cut out the little live shows that we've cut out by. Yeah. By enjoy, side, enjoying side, being without told, pushing by enjoying side, being told, sidestepping challenges. Exactly. Yeah, we we don't yeah. we don't do all that well being told okay. what to do and, and all that wow. kind of stuff. So I'm shocked actually. Yeah. Black and gold, really? But it, but that, yeah. that can also well, bring actually, a lot of attention gold to black. the club, you know. Oh, golden black. Oh. Okay. Uh, no, no, you know what? <laughs> They're gonna be known as the golden black. No, that was something like two years ago. We decided. Okay. You guys had already decided that way before. Yeah. And, okay. And and you're not gonna change your mind. Based why, on why certain, yeah, based on so current circumstances. What? Right. What circumstances? <laughs> Interesting. What, wow. what, what, what? Yeah. What they own a color? No, no, no one owns a color. Yeah. Exactly. I so. think it's more of like, you know, uh, it's you a know, brand. No, yeah. It no, becomes yeah, a part nobody of wants, the brand. Yeah. I guess the elephant in the room that we're all trying to avoid yeah. is the fact that LAFC yeah. they've chosen black and gold, right? Yeah. And uh, but they're not a team yet, right? They don't have a team yet, exactly. Which is weird because they've got a lot of like quite. You know, I see on YouTube and stuff mm -hmm. they've got impassioned fans, which I right. find bizarre. Yeah, they've been they've been doing a good job of uh, building the the culture, right, mm -hmm. and getting the yeah. fan and, and all that. Or at least mm -hmm. at least appeared into. Yeah, right. <laughs> um. and yeah, so they've they've chosen black and gold, and uh, you know, you guys all, you know, you're obviously you're saying that. Uh, you know, you and, and Joe, you know, chose that color before. But mm -hmm. then I think normally uh, kind of the average person would be like, OK, even though we had settled mm -hmm. on this, you know, color scheme because mm -hmm. uh, an MLS team right in our you know, neighborhood is going to be represented by those colors. Let's go with another route. What was the what made you guys decide uh, to stick to, to your gun? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we don't care. You just don't care. Okay. Okay. Simple enough. Had, Fair enough. You know, but right. we had. Um, mm. It was never going to be red. We knew that. Okay. So we were. We were. Um, there was a while where it was maybe black, white, and blue. Right. Uh, right. uh, so we. Uh, we. No, but it was like a couple of years ago. You mm. know, I think it was. I was watching my friend in a Juventus shirt okay. with the black and gold and that, and I've always. It was always going to be black. There's okay. no quite. I mean, Got you know, it. it's the only color. Okay. So, we would. It was always so going to be black. Yeah. What was okay? Fine. Now that we know you guys are sticking to your guns, what was the what was the conversation like when LAFC announced their colors and they were yeah. like black and gold? What doesn't was the conversation matter. like? It doesn't matter. You guys didn't, no big deal? You guys No, because what yeah. they're doing, with all respect to LAFC, I'm yeah. very happy there's another team in this city. Right. I'm really happy that the downtown and not like, you know, another 45 minutes down the freeway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Towards so, you guys, you're saying. Yeah, right and now, I, yeah. I know a couple of guys there and that and they're cool. Uh, it's, you know, with, what LA, they're an MLS club mm -hmm. where, you know, they would have to be psychopaths to mm -hmm. be upset with an NPSL club doing right. something on our level. So. Mm -hmm. There's no competition between the two things. They're very firmly in a different cart, so there's no issue. In fact, they could look at it as a good opportunity to, you know, collaborate or whatever. So that stuff doesn't matter. And um, we we could have picked, uh, you know, I don't know, we could have picked blue and white, and then uh, some other team comes along in the MLS in the year, and, right. yeah, and sure. you know, yeah. they take yeah. it or whatever. So. You know, we, 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 it was always going to be black, and then 
we kind of decided a bit ago, I think partially inspired by events to stop the gold in there. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't hire a bunch of design consultants to do color schemes for us. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just me and Joe, you know, sat in a pub or whatever, yeah. talking about or texting about color schemes. And uh, we had a good response to it. And then we, we worked on the logo with the undefeated guys who were great. Mm-hmm. And funnily enough, they came back with the same color scheme without us really talking about it. Because mm-hmm. we, you know, I, I, we sent them in that collaboration process, we sent them. Not no football kits, nothing. Right. We sent them like photographs of architecture, okay. um, sunsets, I love that. things like that. So they were picking out the same reference points mm-hmm. at the city that we were, that probably LAFC did too. Mm-hmm. So I actually know the guy who did the badge for LAF City, but he's, okay. a, he's a cool, you know, he's a great designer. But we wanted to come at it from, uh, and I think that, by the way, I think the badge and the whole visual side of what they're doing is fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, but we wanted to come at it from a way where. We got people who weren't football guys in. Yeah. We got people who are LA natives in or LA relevant people mm-hmm. who understood street culture a bit, understood fashion. And we just gave them the brief of make us a, don't make it a football badge. Mm-hmm. Just make, make us a piece of art that represents something yeah. and let's see where we go. And we went down that path with them and uh, it was a fun experience and they're, you know, they're, they're great at what they do. Are you guys going to be okay with uh, like a three-year, five-year plan with, uh, you know, are you guys relying on revenue to meet a certain expectations or are you guys saying, hey, we're not, you know, relying on, uh, you know, income for the first two, three years and we're going to be okay? Because we see a lot of clubs, mm-hmm. right, especially in the lower levels where they come and go, right? So do you guys have this kind of long-term, pro- you know, idea in mind where you're going to take losses for the two, three years and you guys are okay? Or what, what is I that think, thought process? I, I think there's, where um, is the sustainability? Yeah. I think there's a, a little misconcep- misconception that we might be some kind of trust fund project or something. Which right. It's a start. It's two people with a startup and a couple of other people around it. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's like any business. It has to be, um, you know, if you start up a barbershop, mm-hmm. it's got to become sustainable. It has to be. Now, however you make it sustainable is up to you, but it, but ultimately, there's no point pushing something through that's hand over fist losing money year right. in, year out, because then it's not it's basically not a business, it's a hobby. Okay. Yeah. And Joe and I are in a part of our life where we, we can't spend this much time on a hobby. Right. We already spend more than enough time <laughs> on football anyway. Okay. So, so this isn't a hobby, this isn't a pet project or a hobby for either of you? No, it's a serious, we, we're really, it's, football means a lot to us and, and yeah. what it can be beyond that means a lot and we take pride in our work and mm-hmm. we're excited about the opportunities with it, so it's a serious thing. Okay. It just happens to be, fortunately, something that we've got an interest in. Right. Uh, but um, I think what teams don't necessarily understand is the value in, in the concept of a football club and when they action that, it becomes worth something and you can you can get creative with brands and it, it used to be kind of 10 years ago or so people would make music and the same people who would illegally download and like Brendan Benson's album mm-hmm. were hassling him for selling off or doing a cold card. <laughs> right. It's like, right, well, if you didn't yeah. steal his music, sure. maybe you wouldn't do it. But equally, that plugging into brands now, which is yeah. very common, and, and there's, it's gone way beyond that sellout argument now, especially in football. So there's certain brands we would never work with okay. who are damaging to communities and yeah. damaging to kids and all that stuff, and we'd never work with them. But then there are brands who are basically going about harmlessly doing their business and we'll engage with them and we can if we can 
use their money. Give us to, some names. Give us some names because you mentioned like undefeated, right? So give us some like well, an they, idea. They, no, but they, they came in on des- on a design. On a design, exactly. Yeah. But uh, you know, are you going to be doing collaborations with yeah. these type the of basin. brands? Yeah, who are who are some good brands? You know, the kind of like the the idea of you know, give us an idea of what kind of brands you would like to collaborate with, so we get a, a kind of an idea of the, the ethos direction of, of yeah, 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 the direction of where your brand is going. Sure. <laughs> Because I can tell you guys aren't going for the major brands that are out there. It sounds like you're not. Well, we, we're not going for them, but if yeah, if if they come, if if they came with something that was, yeah. um, it would have to be unique because we're yeah. we're not going to sell the amount of shirts they need to, right. to do that type of thing. So they would have to see the merits of what we're trying to do okay. and see it as an art project. Yeah. And in that case, right, it'd be fantastic. But they'd also have to work with us on some of the, sure. you know, we might want to make the fabric from yeah. a different source, and so. We're trying to create as much freedom for us to express ourselves. You know what? So the thing is, is like I'm just like a normal sports kind of guy, right? So I have my brands of what I like, you know what I mean? So and who what, I recognize. Like? I'm kind of more looking for like a rocker, musician, creative director. What kind of brands resonate with you? What kind of brands do you Sports like? brands? Or whatever, you know? I don't know. I found that really, really difficult. I, 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 I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I do know, but I, it's it's hard now I'm on the spot. Mm-hmm. What do you like? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of brands that are that are you know yeah. kind of making that blend between the fashion and the sports world yeah. puma has okay. completely rebranded themselves good. and done a good phenomenal point. job undefeated as well mm-hmm. a lot of these street style sportswear brands mm-hmm. there's so many small up-and-coming companies like this um mm-hmm. especially in la there's mm-hmm. such a culture for that i mean this streetwear street style kind of look is that what you guys are going for or is it more of a high class high-end you know, look you're going for, yeah, or are you, are you, going are you for the looking, bad and bougie? Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. no, what, no. what are you going for here? No, no, we or are you just looking, you know, to collaborate and, and do it, dif- make something different every time, which is interesting We're as kind well. of interested in that. We're interested in working with local designers or mm-hmm. interesting brands to do one-off things mm-hmm. a lot, you know, so that that's interesting to us. It has to reflect Los Angeles, it has mm-hmm. to be practical to play in. Mm-hmm. But, from, but those being the criteria, then you can take in a lot of directions. It doesn't have to be one thing and I don't know about everybody else, but I'm getting a bit tired of seeing every football player in one pair of boots and like, mm. mm-hmm. you know, every jersey so, the same okay. time. Okay, wow, that's interesting stuff. they say that. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you're even saying like even down to the boots level, down you guys shoes. are looking at kind no, of well, whatever they come out yeah. of the boots. I personally wear black boots. Right, yeah. a blacked out. You mean no, no brand kind of. Um, Old Copas. Yeah. I like Tiempo. Copas with the three stripes. Yeah, you know, Tiempo. Tiempo. Yeah. Mm. If there's anybody at night listening, actually, I really like Tiempos. You do really <laughs> like Tiempos? Okay. No, uh, no, um, they're, yeah, they're good. Uh, uh-huh. No, but just black. I'm not fancy enough to wear. Yeah. And uh, somebody did buy me some gold boots once. Mm. I, I so we can expect collaborations with very simple brands, mm. minimalistic, maybe. Is that what? Yeah. No, no, no. It'll go across the board. It, it, okay. But it's got to be all things. It's got to be. Um, it's got to be something that is applicable to a 50-year-old guy and a yeah. 10-year-old girl. Right. So right. It, it, it's got to be a brand that isn't, it can be edgy, but it's got to, there is a responsibility to okay. where we're directing young children towards and sure. those things. So right. we, like, we've got I to really keep like that in mind. And we've got to work with, we want to work with prestigious brands. You yeah. know, we, we, I think we've, we've got an opportunity to position ourselves okay. with, um, you know, good, good quality brands. And I think we're, okay. I think we're going to make some fun stuff happen with them and it, it's not really a financial proposition necessarily money's a part of it it's really what we can use that collaboration to create together okay. whether it's content or whether it's a, um, a charitable thing or whatever it might be or accessibility so those are the fun challenges for the club of, of you know rather than just taking a check from you know the local 
Our local player, a, a local X family. car dealer mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh, yeah. Okay. Then we want to actually say, what is it that we can do with you that mm-hmm. helps the community, helps us, helps the whole project, gotcha. and on top of that, create something interesting. So that that's the challenge for us. So, you know, we, we might be in a situation where we turn down larger money from one individual or one group mm-hmm. to take smaller money from something that has a bigger okay uh reach opposition for us okay well with your connections and background in the fashion music world and your partner are we gonna are we gonna get any kind of uh, hollywood element involved with the with the club are we gonna get some what do you mean like dirty some rock streets, stars some, uh, i don't know some drake showing up at the games <laughs> or, drunk, drunk girls and yeah, dirty streets. yeah yeah what, what, what can we expect you know um sting showing up you know <laughs> look sure maybe i don't know no, I, right no come, come to the game for the football hmm. If at some point there happens to be a movie star there, mm. then like in every other walk of life in Los Angeles, when you go for breakfast or whatever else, sometimes that happens. But you know, don't come with the expectation mm. that that's that's what it's about because it's a football club that you know if 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 friends or or whatever end up showing up, cool. And if we can work with some of those people to create mm. moments that are that are important, then that's all good but it's not what it's it's not kind of a cornerstone of what we're trying to do so primarily this is a football club yeah. that has outreach in the creative world mm-hmm. not flipped yeah it's which not, is it, which yeah. is good because then you're respected for the football you yeah. actually can recruit good players and i good like coaches. drake though i'd be yeah. more than happy because yeah, those, those movie stars and, and singers and rappers they only go like to the, to the winners right they don't support like the losing teams right and then they may come and go right maybe i'm just trying to think of uh no, you know, Nas um, mm. he might not still be aware of this, but he is an Evertonian. It's documented and stuff. He's <laughs> who, who is Nas? Nas, Nas? Okay. Nas yeah. is an Evertonian. Really? That's, I don't even. I yeah. wasn't even aware no, he liked the sport. He, he, if he were to hear this, he might yeah. be filing through the, okay. the thing. But he's. Yeah. Um, Are you sure he wasn't just sporting it on a music video one time? That's definitely not what happened. What, <laughs> what, what definitely didn't happen is I definitely didn't just give him a shirt to hold. Uh, that's not okay, what happened. that's not what happened. No. Gotcha. Um, it was. I think he came with a. He might mm-hmm. have been wearing it. I don't know. He's a he's a he's, Goodish, he's always at the Gladys Street in Goodish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of crossover between you know hip hop and music and and pop culture with football now, right? Which you didn't see like 10, 15 years ago. So it's it's interesting. Sylvester Sloan's Evertonian. Is he? No way. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, and they shot. They actually shot the uh, the last Rocky movie at Goodison when we were playing West Brom. And what was funny about mm. it, I was there in the fancy seats and. Um, they all kind of left them watching, you know, so at halftime they were doing this thing where they would film the crowd to then superimpose later on. Tony Bellew, who's a the fantastic world champion Liverpool boxer, who's a crazy Evertonian, and Michael B. Jordan. And um, so they filmed it and things were going really badly in that mm-hmm. game. My, Kevin Morales just took a penalty off Leighton Baines and missed it. And like, it was like right on a knife edge of how bad things could have been going. And bless him, the assistant director was trying to ask a bunch of Northern guys at a football right. game to uh, do what he wanted him to do. Uh-huh. So, you know, can you give us cheers? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah cheers. This was but during then, the filming or Creed ha- or after? Yeah, this is for Creed, the, oh, okay. the stadium for scenes oh. that they shot at halftime. During a match, it's not going the way no. they want. So, right. and a season that was not going how we wanted. Wow. So when they came to the, uh, when they, they, so they put this little thing of Sylvester Stone asking about it to help out and all that. And then when they asked us to da- start doing the booze, mm-hmm. That was never going to go to plan. So all of the audio they've got is like anti anti Liverpool songs. Right. So it's hilarious. So if you watch Creed, they've nice. kind of flipped it around, but you gotcha. can still hear the, the lyrics. Yeah, I didn't know. He so was that's that what's fan. happening. Movie fans is um, that's that's forty thousand Evertonians um, mm-hmm. singing about Liverpool. Right. Boom in Liverpool. 
All right, what do we have on the on to look forward to then for the next like three to six months from uh, you know City of Angels FC here? Yeah, because the season's right around the corner. Yeah, it's we're, about having, that time we're, we're having a yeah. party on uh, on Sunday. Okay, where? Yeah. Let's um, shout it out. And well, first of all, are we invited? Yeah. It was a little it's bit one of a delay. Big Hollywood party. <laughs> one of those big underground yeah. Hollywood parties that I, that I never get invited to. North Hollywood. North Hollywood. Oh, okay. Got it. It's Good. in the valley. Mm-hmm. It's Grammys night, but you know, none of us are going to the Grammys. Okay. So, so where and when is this at? And what, and what kind of party is this? It's the Federal Bar. Okay. We're yet. We don't know what kind of party it's going to be. It's going to be okay. fun. Mm-hmm. There'll, there'll be like food and alcohol, and yeah. and if it, you know, Green Lantern's going to DJ is like the guy okay. and the most chilled man I've ever met. Um, this is to kind of like announce the club to the city. It's it's release a starting party. Yeah, release party. It, yeah, it's not like a it's not like a major event. It's not um, it's not like a big fancy thing. It, it's just basically an opportunity to go look. We're here. Mm-hmm. We're actually doing something in the valley. That's a thing. Yeah, you can come, and now it's a public. Thing. Okay. So that's it. There isn't a presentation. There's not, mm-hmm. you know, some. I really get the it. feeling that you have big plans for this club, but you want it to grow at its own pace naturally. Yeah. Yeah, You're so not into forcing it in a certain direction. It's like relationship. As my as my very dear friend Max said yesterday, mm-hmm. it's like um, relationships. You know, you you can't force it. You can't mm-hmm. overwater your flowers because mm-hmm. you drown them. Mm-hmm. So you've got to water them just right. Right. Okay. So that's it with the football club. You can't okay. you can't drop in and tell everybody the City of Angels fans. All right. Is it overwatering? And if you would tell them where to get the uh, information for this <laughs> no, party, no, that's just enough water. Okay. <laughs> uh, you yeah. Can if they want to go, and the people in the area want to go check it out and kind of celebrate yeah, together. Yeah. Just come. Just yeah. come on. Do they need to get tickets in advance? Probably not. Okay. I mean, uh, if they do, they can go to. <laughs> you guys, website live. Sure. Yeah. They can go to our Instagram, which is at City Avengers FC which hasn't got anything on it at the minute okay. uh, but there's a link uh, and mm-hmm. yeah actually yeah you might want to get a ticket because it might sell out but uh, yeah well, it's just a bunch of friends you know and, and locals okay. and, and there's a, one of the great hip hop DJs playing and a couple of the people dropping in some you know surprise secret right. top secret special special guests and doing a bit of music yeah and okay. sounds excited. like a good time yeah it'll be good yeah alright you're going for sure right absolutely I'll okay. be there mm-hmm. I will be there she'll be propping at the bar <laughs> Propped up at the bar. Okay, good. That'll be one of the rare chances I, to see I, Ryan actually partake in uh, adult drinks. Hardly ever. Yeah. I don't want to reveal any behind the scenes secrets okay. or anything, but what? Well, I'm just saying, not everybody's sober at this podcast, are they? Gotcha. Okay, perfect, perfect. All right. Any last words to uh, people that uh, you want to uh, introduce to the team? And let them know what's happening. Um. People we want to introduce to the team and all that. Yeah, yeah. People in LA, right? There's there's a lot of demographics here. You oh, know? is there anything I want to plug? Yeah, um, plug it out. No, just you know, just just come and check us out sometime. You know, be cool, play football, and you know, buy a t-shirt maybe. Yeah. It's the come, most chillest the football party. club right? owner and that you were ever I, gonna meet, right? Yeah, that's what I love. It's so it's so natural. It's authentic. Right. But do you want me it's to? A fan. No, it's like, hey guys, if you, you know? want to come, you check it out. Check it out. If you don't, nah, cool, no big deal. But yeah. We'd love to have you. Yeah, if you're not doing anything. Yeah, no, you know, if you're not doing anything, you know, have, <laughs> the, you know, have some free time. Yeah, come so by what, and check um, it out. What do you want? Like NFL style? No, no, no. We like authenticity, you know. So that's great. Yeah, just just come and you know help us out, support us, or don't, and. Hopefully we'll make it something fun for everybody, and uh, who knows? In five years' time, mm. it could be somebody else's club. Great, you know. So it's it, it goes. It's not mine and Joe's anymore. It's other people's now. Great, awesome. I love that. PJ Harrison, co-owner of City of Angels FC. 
Come check them out. Can I just also say congratulations, Romelu Lukaku, on a fabulous display against Bournemouth. Oh. Four goals. God. Uh, I'm gonna have to edit. <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.